Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Damn, I was gonna say the Come and Take It podcast, but not anymore. Uh welcome back everybody to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Uh I am your boy Christian, like always. And uh today we're gonna do well, I always say the same thing. We're gonna try to keep it short or whatever. But uh since we have one game and I'm gonna try to be concise and try to keep it hopefully under 20 minutes. Um, and hopefully I'm trying out again the camera uh, that I bought and uh, I'm not doing it with my phone so hopefully the video comes out really well uh, you're gonna see me kind of adjust my hat a lot uh, just because it's kind of weird with the camera uh, podcast is gonna be in, you know the audio version is gonna be normal uh, but yeah hopefully the video comes out well um, hopefully you guys have been able to check out the new segment that I have started which is anatomy of a goal. So basically what I'm doing is I'm looking at the, the goals of each game uh, right now as of today, or maybe as you're listening, probably maybe you have only seen the two goals by Alan Pulido that I have kind of broken down just to basically show um, kind of like the flaws that the Houston Dynamo has in the back line. Uh, and then also um, I've talked about uh, well I'm going to do actually right after this video I'm going to do the breakdown of Sam Junquas, which seems ordinary but it's not as ordinary as it may seem so given that and being that said uh, let me just go ahead and give you social medias Cuatro uh, Cuatro Dos to find the show it's actually it should be on the bottom here somewhere on the bottom on the screen and then you can find me under Chris Putalia, so I don't even have to spell it anymore because I figured out, well, to help of my wife, how to put it on the screen. So um, if you guys are watching this, it should be on the screen. It's not clickable yet, uh, but you know, someday it will. Uh, so just find me there on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, hit me up. How you, tell me how you like um, the anatomy of a goal if you think I'm doing a good job or not. Nah, it doesn't matter. I really don't care. But, uh, you know, I do it because I like it. Um, and then, yeah, just hit me up. You know, I'm not going to continue to do the whole interview, keep saying about the interviews because I, I still want to do them. It's just that I don't have time and it's just kind of hard to coordinate and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll get those soon, sooner than later, and uh, we can get the ball rolling. But uh, going back into the games, uh, shout out to the Houston Astros, the Stros. Uh, for beating the A's, by the way, 10-5, I believe they ended. And also, shout out to the ladies, uh, the Houston Dash, holding it down here at home, beating the North Carolina Courage. Uh, and shout out to Kristen Mewis for killing it and literally becoming the owner, the sole owner of um, the North Carolina Courage. She had a heck of a game, three assists, one goal. You can't really get any better than that. So shout out to her. Shout out to Groom for scoring. Shout out to the ladies for keeping it 100. And being the only, not the only winning team because the Astros won, of course. But being basically the only good team. At least the only good soccer team here in Houston. Even though the Houston Dynamo has been playing pretty good. But unfortunately have not been getting the results that we wanted. So right now, I'm going through my notes. I should have uh, notes for the game. 
So coming into this fourth SKC game or fourth game against SKC this year on 2020, uh, we have faced them four times this year. The first one, we uh, lost 4-0. If you remember, I put actually BC before COVID uh, away game over there in Kansas City. Then we uh, came, we actually went back to Kansas City, and uh, we beat them 5-2. Which was one of a tremendous game. It was I sound like Trump? Tremendous. Uh, sorry, stupid joke. But it was a it was a great game. We went over there. We whooped our ass. We came back, beat them at home two one. Uh, during the COVID stuff, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago. And then kind of the dynamo kind of ended up trickling into the bad habits of losing or tying. Uh, and the, either in the last minute or being down and then, you know, tying up the game uh, and stuff like that. And uh, this game I actually had, well, actually, to be honest, uh, since the Tab Ramos era has begun, or at least not begun, but uh, since we started winning and going to SKC and beating them 5-2 and, you know, beating Minnesota here at home and stuff like that, it kind of brought some kind of hope into my system of... Um, Having a winning team, having a good team, uh, and to be honest, m like most of these games, except probably the Colorado game and the Dallas game that I didn't like too much, how we played, even though we did have more possession than them, I think every other game we have outplayed our opponents, it's just that we haven't gotten the results. Um, I, ha I didn't watch the Nashville game, uh, I had to work, so I kind of skipped it, and honestly, I didn't want to watch the replay to a one-on-one -on -one game. Um, I don't know. I should have watched it, but I actually forgot to record it too. So it just kind of, you know, a lot of circumstances didn't, you know, give me the want to actually go back and watch it. But I heard it was a good game. I heard we had possession of the game, uh, possession of the ball, and had a good game. We just couldn't put it in. Uh, that's what uh, he said, I guess. Uh, that was a, that's what she said, joke, but whatever. Um, but yeah, coming into uh, another game and SK, you know, against SKC, you know, have knowing who they are, having a good team, having great players, um, and we played really, really well. Uh, I think everybody, if you watch the game, you saw that the Dynamo basically dominated. I have here some stats. Um, we had a final like possession of the game. It was 60-40, like 59.8 for the Dynamo and 40.2, so almost 60-40 right there. Uh, possession, we outshot, well, we kind of outshot them, if that's a word. Uh, we had 13 shots, they had 11 shots, so it wasn't like, you know, too crazy. Um, kind of, you know, kind of in there. Uh, but the thing, the big difference is the shots off target. So we had seven shots off target, they had three. Uh, obviously, um, they played... Or they were a lot better when it came to scoring, of course, right? Duh, duh right? They beat us 2-0. But uh, hopefully you guys are able to check out those Anatomy of a Goal uh, videos in the YouTube channel. And I actually kind of break, well, like I mentioned, I break down the goals. And you can see how much better they did when it came to finishing, which is something that we have struggled on for the four, five last games, including this one. So I guess like maybe like five, six, maybe um and, and it's just kind of weird because now everybody's kind of questioning the main two positions that we have been lacking on. A lot of people say that, you know, with the departure of Ellis, 
we kind of have been struggling and replacing Elise. Uh, but I believe it's not that Elise is replaceable because obviously we still haven't had a person to kind of give us that difference. But I think kind of Quinteros is kind of filling that void a little bit, you know, because, you know, last this year we didn't have much of uh, Elise either way. Um, but I think Elise was a great, important person when it came to creating and actually finishing some of the goals because he had a lot of one-on-one -on -one power, which is what we're lacking. We're lacking finishing at the, you know, in the last third inside the box when it comes to Mario Manotas and Christian Ramirez. They have been lacking. Uh, they have scored. They haven't scored since the Colorado game and since the game before that. And, uh, you know, you can't have two forwards and not have them score in like four or five games. Like not even one of them. You know, I'll give you if one of them is going through a bad, you know, a dry spell basically. And then the other one, you know, is somewhat hot, you know. But having two forwards and none of them scoring is like, come on, dude. Like we can't count on minor Figueroa scoring like every game or having defenders score every game. Like even in this game, Sam Junko scored a left back, you know. Uh, shout out to Sam Junko, first professional goal. Uh, it was actually a great goal. So we're going to do that. We're going to do the breakdown of your goal as well. Um, and then, um, so obviously they, they had pretty good players. They obviously knew how to attack. Um, let me see. Let's go through some of the notes. Uh, we started with the with the you know with the regular four in the back. You know with marriage at goal. Uh, uh, Sarek, Kiki, Figueroa, Lundy, Vera, Seren, Boniek in the middle. Uh, so Memo was out with an injury on his leg, and it wasn't serious. But they said they're trying to be extra cautious because you know there's so many games coming up that you know they didn't want to put him out there and kind of have him you know get injured for no reason. Then you had uh, Ari Lasseter on the right, Manotas and Quinteros, um, or Quinteros and Manotas. Uh, so, you know, first five minutes, uh, I wrote down, we had possession of the game. And uh, and it's funny because around minute five, six, you had a long ball from uh, Mar uh, Marco Marriage that he, instead of like playing it, he had some uh, passes that he could have done, you know, right there close to him, but he tried to play a long ball and he got lost. And you saw like, the reprimand from the coach, not only Tyron was himself, but from the other players, like, dude, we are trying to play the ball from the back. We are starting to construct our team from the back. So, like, put the ball on the floor and let's play through the back. And I think the Dynamo are really doing really good. Uh, the only thing is about this game is that SKC defended very, very well. So if you if you look at uh, SKC first half, at least that's where I notice it the most. Uh, I actually have it here, be, like a minute ten. Basically, I was watching, and they did most of the most of the first half. They did it, and the second half was kind of more open because because um, of the goals and stuff like that. But if you were able to divide like the field in four in quadrants, so like you know, like each half into two, they were on on their half, but they were on the like the upper half, like the the. Like where the circle is, the the giant circle in the middle, um, and that's where most of their plays congregated. Uh, so, whenever they would lose the ball, literally, 
the defenders and, and midfielders would drop back to half to like midfield and the defenders will push up to midfield so if you look at if you pay really close attention you know lately now that i'm kind of breaking down games i'm trying to look at more of the technical side of things and not only you know, like going there and enjoying the games which which i do because uh, you know i love the sport and i love to play it and and all that but i'm looking at these little technical things that you know maybe i wasn't looking at them before or i wasn't paying attention to them and skc had like a really good plan and, and it's so satisfying to to like listen to the coach afterwards and actually say what i was looking at and i was like oh look i, I actually know what i'm talking about but yeah peter Ver- vermes uh was saying that you know that's what they were playing for you know as soon as you lose the ball they wanted all 11 of them to be behind the ball and defend it and for the for the forward for sorry for the defenders to kind of push up a little bit and leave like a kind of like a big gap between like the attackers and you know like the Houston Dynamo and the goal so kind of have them far away but also with so many people congested behind the ball that they weren't able to get through and that's what happened a lot uh, if you see the game there was a lot of ball movement in the back you know going from Lundy to to uh, Sarek Valentin and then Sarek Valentin to Lundy. Uh, so it was a lot of back and forth, and and that's where the first goal came. The first goal came, you know, like kind of like you know, these movement, these touches, and there was a long pass to to Adam. Adam tried to like you know one touch it to Quinteros where he lost it, and uh, since we were all attacking, and not a lot of defenders, and then Pulido is like the one that would stay kind of a little bit higher than everybody else. As soon as Busio got that ball, you know, uh, Alan Pulido made that great run. You know, between lines, between uh, Figueroa and Kiki, Busio put a beautiful ball, and then, you know, the rest is history, if you, if you guys saw it. Which also uh, kind of brings to the second point of, you know, the first point being um, our strikers. Our strikers have been having a lot of trouble putting the ball in, a lot of trouble finishing. Uh, now on top of my head, I can think of Christian Ramirez missing a lot of one-on-ones. Uh, in the last like two games um, against Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken, the one before SKC here at home, and just just too many games that I've been seeing of Christian Ramirez, where he has a lot of chances, but he's not being able to put the ball in the net, and it's very concerning because you think you know you're a forward, that's your job basically, that's like your one job. And you're just kind of failing to do that. And and as much as we like the guy, you know, he seems like a nice dude, you know, family man and all these things. But, you know, it's a soccer team and we're trying to be competitive. We're trying to put a team that wins and we can't be winning if we can't put the ball in the, in the net. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we need them to step up. Uh, but then the other and the secondary uh, failure that we have as a team is that we are conceding too many goddamn goals. To put it lightly, uh, we are our center backs. I mean, let's just let's just be honest, right? So we have a 37-year-old in Figueroa, who is actually the better center back, unfortunately, because Kiki seems just kind of lost in a way. Um, he seems to kind of like play hard, but he doesn't seem all that comfortable playing in that center back position. It's just, I don't know, like it just seems kind of like he's iffy like like for example if you look at the first goal with Pulido like I don't know me like I you know I'm I'm not trying to compare myself but I always do 
Uh, I played center back in high school. Obviously, it's a completely different thing, completely different style of soccer, you know, and I still play center back, you know, when I play with my my dad's friends and, and all that crap. Um, but when it comes to, like, having one-on-ones like that, I would step up. Like, I would not run with a defender. I don't know if because it's me and my personality, but I think, personally, I think the defender should step up and kind of make... If you're going to make the forward beat you, okay, yeah, he's going to beat me, but I'm going to kind of throw him off. You know what I'm saying? And also, fuck it, penalty. Like, or not penalty, but just give him a foul outside the box. You know, don't let him come in. And it's not going to be a red card because there's another player coming right behind you. Like, it could it could be, you know, depending on the on the ref. But if you play your cards right, you know, and I know it's probably early in the game. Well, actually, no. Uh, 33rd minute, so it wasn't even that early in the game it was pretty deep in the game but like get a yellow card it is what it is you know what i'm saying like but stop the scoring chances he's beating you one-on-one and like you could you could have stopped it way before you let the guy run with the ball 30 yards from like mid field almost to you almost to your six like to have a one-on-one with your goalie and that's just unacceptable. So a lot of people obviously have been saying, you know, hey, do we need new center backs? Do we need new strikers? What is going on? And I think we're we're just gonna see what what happens, you know, in in this off season. I think this off season off season is going to be very crucial for us. We're gonna see what uh, Tab Ramos is going to be able to manage and complete with the help, hopefully, of Matt Jordan and hopefully of Gabriel Brenner dropping those bucks as we know um we haven't had much luck when it came to spending when it came to finding good players uh i think the only one that stuck out it was matias vera that he has been the anomaly for us and we are hoping if you guys heard the news that this kid mateo bahamich uh happens to be that gold mine that you know that diamond in the rough type of thing you know like young kid first actually second season as a professional in the second division team in Argentina I know that it, you know some people were worried about that but you know uh, second division of Argentina is very super competitive and it's probably better than a lot of leagues in this world and uh, you know that's coming from experience for me watching um, so like I think we'll have a good kid like he has like 10 goals in 28 games he's a winger he has like seven assists or something like that so obviously he, his goal scoring opportunities if you look at this highlights you know this kid is scoring badass goals he's putting you know good passes um tab ramos likes them he has been scouting him in a way um and he thinks he has a really good potential to either be a winger or put him as a number nine and you know this is going to be the chance for either mauro manotas or for um you know uh, martinez uh, not Martinez, Ramirez, well, Martinez too. Tomas Martinez, I think he's on his way out, to be honest. Um, but, you know, they're going to have to step up as forwards. They're going to have to start scoring. They're going to have to start creating chances for other players. Like, they're going to have to be doing something, you know, because it is unacceptable for your center backs and your defenders to be scoring all the goals and defending, you know? Like, you can't be centering the ball and going in the freaking box and heading it around, you know? It's just impossible. But... Other than that, the second goal, I think it was another bad uh, goal. Check out check out the uh, anatomy of a goal on YouTube. Uh, and the channel is 442. It's going to be on the bottom, of course. 
how you spell it and stuff like that. Um, so go check it out. Uh, second half wasn't really too uh, too crazy. Also, uh, Michael Mar- Marco Marriage had a really good double saved uh, towards like the 65 minute mark. Um, really good. I think he kind of kept us in that game uh, right before you know the the second goal from Polito came in. Uh, I think uh, Marco Mar- Marco Marriage giving us that you know that chance to kind of well you know he pushed it back. He pushed that second goal back. Uh, a little bit, about seven minutes or so, eight minutes. Um, but I think, you know, overall, he played a good game. A lot of people also have been criticizing Marco Marriage. Uh, me personally, I think he's okay. I just think he needs better defenders. Um, that's my personal opinion. You may have yours. Let me know what is your opinion about our defenders. Um, we just talked about him. Um, and then also Cabrera. Cabrera, center back, he hasn't been playing. And he's good, the games that we've seen him, but also he's been injured. So, And then for Major, like, he's there, but he's not there. Like, you know, he doesn't get a lot of minutes. But he's a young guy. He has been playing good the games that he has played. I think hopefully we'll get to see him more with all these games coming up all together. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And then shout out again to Sam Junqua for coming in in the second half towards the end and scoring his first professional goal. So being all that said... I think we all can say that uh, we're playing really good soccer. We're just not putting the ball in into the box. So at the end of the day, if you don't score and if you don't win, does it really matter if you play good? I don't know. You know, Bielsa said, you know, not not always the team that plays better wins. So, and it's, it's the harsh truth and reality of this world that sometimes you're the better team and you lose. But. It doesn't matter if you play good. It only matters if you win at the end of the game, right? So, and also, sh- shout out to Gianluca Busio. Like, that kid is a beast. I think he's like 18, 19 years old. And he is killing it. Um, and I think he has a lot of potential. I think the U.S. men's national team is going to have a great batch of players coming in. And I think Gianluca will be one of the main players when it comes to this uh, national team becoming something and doing something hopefully very important for this for this uh, men's national team. And I am, actually, I'm really looking forward to the World Cup in 2026 when we'll have people here in the United States and we'll have a really good team, I believe. Uh, but other than that, Houston is playing the, la- the second to last Texas Derby here in Houston Wednesday. Uh, was today the fifth on Monday, sixth Tuesday, seventh. So the seventh on Wednesday, I think is at seven o'clock. Uh, make it out to BVVA, get your tickets. Everybody's doing social distancing, so everybody's safe and everybody's happy. Uh, the staff, the people that work there, they're all really doing a great job. So if you're worried about anything, I would say don't be because you're doing a great. Uh, they have a good operation going on. They even have a thing that you actually. Don't even have to get up to buy food. You is an app and you call whoever or like you order your food and they bring it to your seat. So you don't even have to do that. So you don't have to even like you go in, you sit down, you watch a game, you go home. And if you have to go pee, you can go pee. And there's even that. They even like social distance the bathrooms. So if you're a guy, you don't even have to have another guy next to you in the urinal because they blocked it off. And so it works out great. Um, also, you you know. Dudes, don't get super close to you when you're trying to piss. Um, but other than that, uh, go out to the Texas Derby. Shout out one more time 
to Sam Junko. And also shout out to uh, El Batallon, The Surge, Texan Army, Bandera Negra, but mainly El Batallon and the guys that bring the music and the life to the game. Um, I think if they wouldn't be there, I think the games will be completely boring. Uh, I don't mind the silence of the games, but I think having that environment of having people sing for 90 straight minutes changes the game completely. And I think it gives motivation for the players. Hopefully they get to score more, but I think the support is already there. We just need them to freaking score, right? Uh, so shout out to those guys. They're killing it. And honestly, I think we have the best supporter groups. Or let's just put it as one. Hustle Town supporter groups. Supporter group. It's probably the best supporter group in the United States or in the MLS. I know there's other ones that have bigger uh, groups. You know, 32, 52, whatever. The Timber Army and then this and that. But I think we have the... The como se dice? Como se dice? Uh, we have probably the not the livest, that's not a word, but we have the better. Like, we have music, it's fun. I don't know, it just feels like I'm watching like Boca Juniors playing La Bombonera, and like you have the Doce singing at all times. I don't know, it just gives me that vibe, and, and I like it. I really like it. So, shout out to. For bringing the music, shout out to everybody that supports. Shout out to all the supporter groups, not only the ones that I mentioned because I know there's there's more. Los, de, Los del Cuartel, I think they're called. Um, Grifos, I think I saw your flag. That was badass. But yeah, a bunch of supporter groups. So go out, support. Even them, they are social distance. So you, you can even go cheer and jump in a social distancing manner if you're worried. And if you're not, then you're not. You know. Uh, but yeah. Let's shut it down. Like I said, um, the links, not the links, but, you know, the handles are down below. And, yeah, 25 minutes. I only went five minutes over. So, shout out to y'all. Have a good night. Hopefully, guys, we can see you on Wednesday and we can whoop Dallas. And hopefully, I mean, they had a good game. They tied 2-2 against Columbus, which is the best team right now in the MLS. So, hopefully, they don't give us that much of a fight and we can whoop their ass. Send them back to Frisco crying. But, yeah, other than that, also, don't forget next saturday we're playing away so keep your you know watch that as well so we'll, we'll i'll probably do another breakdown of the, of the game on wednesday or probably thursday friday uh or i might just crumple those up with the ones with the saturday so we'll see but yeah other than this shout out to everybody thank you have a good night don't forget to watch those videos anatomy of a goal on youtube uh just go to cuatro cuatro those are there and uh, just like it, subscribe, whatever the kids say. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, show it to your friends, whatever. So, see you later. Somebody's talking really loud outside my house and it's freaking me out. Bye-bye.